You're listening to the Self-Made is a Myth, Make a Difference Together show with your host, Coach Tim Campsall, where we talk with successful business owners to hear the stories of their journeys in building their successful businesses. And more importantly, we recognize the folks who help them excel because we know that achieving business success is not something we can do on our own. Hello, this is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm excited to have a fellow business owner with us today. My guest is an avid golfer and enjoys the competitive events that he participates in. In his downtime, he likes to spend time with his children traveling and uh, experiencing new adventures, and he's most proud of what he's been able to build along with his team at his company. We'll learn a little bit more about that here shortly. It's my pleasure to welcome Luke to the show today. Hello, Luke. Hi, thanks for having me, Tim. I, I really appreciate it. Um, happy to be here. Fantastic. Well, hey, let's start with having you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit of your personal story, like where you're born and live, about your family and your hobbies. Yeah, great. Uh, you know, um, everybody's got a little bit of a start, right? So uh, my start uh, is from Terre Haute, Indiana. Uh, that's where I I grew up. Um, you know, I'm moved around a little bit, um, you know, as a young adult, uh, and then settled back into the Indianapolis area. Um, so I live in the greater Indianapolis area now. And, you know, I have two beautiful kids. Uh, my wife, Bridget, is a saint um, to put up with uh, everything that goes on in business. Uh, yeah, and then two uh, young kids, uh, five and six years old right now, Kyra and Corbin. Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of the normal life there, you know. Um, I enjoy playing some golf and, you know, we try and have some team events and stuff. But yeah, other than that, that's kind of my my start. Fantastic. You said you uh, you enjoy adventures with your kids. What's the what's their favorite thing to do with dad? Yeah, so really just going out and, and you know, outside, you know, we've gone to some cool places and, you know, parks and playing outside and going to the park or climbing on a rock wall or whatever they're into I try to be into so yeah that's whatever they're into I'm into that's awesome they keep you young yes yeah very much right. and what's a funny story that your family likes to tell about you that you'd be willing to share with us today yeah um so I I kind of got one here that I think will be um fun with uh, my brother's in my biz in the business as well. So, um, you know, I grew up in a very active household. I have two brothers, two younger brothers. Uh, and, you know, sometimes those younger brothers can be pretty um, tormenting. <laughs> and so um, there was one time I, we recall, and my mom likes to tell this story of, um, you know, that he had been tormenting me. And this day I decided, hey, I'm going to I'm going to wait for him. I'm going to wait for him down the hall and I'm going to, I'm going to get him when he comes around the corner. <laughs> and so uh, the story goes that I waited for him to come around the corner and I had a full, you know, full run of uh, speed there. And right as I'm about to get to him to kind of push him into the couch, right. Um, I realized that he's got a full bowl of cereal. That he's walking. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I wipe him out, just go ahead and take him right out, you know, spear him into the, into the couch and the milk and the cereal goes everywhere. And it was about at that time that my mom was less than impressed <laughs> with, with, uh, our rowdiness at that time. But yeah, 
it's a great story and and one that kind of comes up often um you know anytime somebody spills some milk basically <laughs> thanks for sharing that's awesome so luke tell us how the business come about and at what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, what the business is, uh, it's called Train for the Crane. Um, and we help uh, individuals get through um, crane certification process. And, you know, how it really came about was, you know, I, I started, um, you know, very young working uh, in construction and around equipment and started learning some of that. And then um, I ended up uh, graduate, graduating with an occupational safety and health degree. Um, so I had went back to school and started doing that and um, was working in safety. And the company that I worked for had a lot of cranes. They were, you know, big construction company. And it was kind of put on um, my shoulders and, and the individuals in safety to figure out some of these new crane standards. So um, a few years back, um, some of the OSHA federal regulations uh, around cranes started changing. And so, um, you know, I had some some good opportunities uh, with the job that I had at the time and kind of the roles. Um, but yeah, the, those federal regulations started changing. And I think just at a fairly young age, I started figuring out like, well, if that's all changing now, then mm. what's that going to do down the road? And so I started really, really just trying to learn as much as I could mm. about that industry and I mean, I, I've done pretty much all of all of the roles in the crane industry that exist, I think, <laughs> at, at some point in time. So I just really started diving into diving into that and learning about that. Um, and then um, I started figuring out that, you know, hey, I've got some certifications that are not like real widely available and not a lot of people have them. And so I um, started kind of putting myself out there a little bit more and a little bit more and, and you know, got to a spot where, you know, I was um, thinking about what I could do for my business way more than what I could, what I was, should have been thinking about for my job. Right? <laughs> I, mean, I should have been spending more time with that. Um, now, to find the confidence to leave and, and, and do that, um, you know, that was a real challenge uh, for me at the time, but I, I finally got to a spot uh, where I thought, okay, I've, I've protected myself enough. I've, you know, I put some things in place to, you know, take this leap of faith. Um, I will say that um, when I did so, it may not have been the exact best time uh, because I, uh, I had just bought a house. I had a brand new baby and a baby on the way. And I said, <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna quit my very secure job and I'm gonna go do this <laughs> full time. So that you know, those are some things that that you really um, you really got to talk yourself up confidence wise <laughs> awesome. to be able to pull off. You yeah. know, and um, I, I've had a lot of support from friends and and other you know friends that are entrepreneurs as well um, that maybe helped me along those ways. Yeah. Um, but just being strong-minded really was was the confidence there. Like, hey, I, I see how some of these other people are doing it, and I think I can do it different or better, <laughs> or awesome. you know? So, so let's go for it. So, Luke, tell us more about the company. You mentioned the name. Say that again. Tell us, what do yeah. you guys do? How do you help people? Yeah, great. So um, 
the company, our company is called Train for the Crane. Um, so just as it says, it's a play on words that uh, we are training people for their crane certification. So um, that's our main, you know, uh, gist there that we uh, help individuals. We work with large companies, you know, we could train you how to do it, Tim. Uh, Fantastic. But, let, let me yeah. let you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we, we help a lot of individuals. We work with a lot of companies. Um, so if, if someone is uh, going to run a, a crane, you know, big construction crane or any type of crane, really, then they, um, OSHA says that that person needs to be certified. Mm. And so we help shepherd people through that, that um, you know, process. We teach them, you know, a lot about cranes, how to run them, how to run them safely, um, all of the safety aspects involved with being a new crane operator. Right. And so we've built out a nice uh, training, you know, modules for, for that. And then we also help, um, well, we just perform the actual uh, certification exams. So okay. we've got all through that, that licensing process through our team. And so we train people and then we kind of, you know, flip positions and someone else will then administer those certification exams. And so someone can come through uh, with us and, you know, leave as a certified crane operator. Um, and that allows them to, you know, better their career or go in a different path uh, with their career. And then the last aspect of, of what we do um, is just really um, helping individuals find jobs and, hmm. and um, you know, bidding those type of jobs right. so that people can come through our, our school and, and learn these skills. And then we're going to try and hire them and, and put them uh, into the field. Now, you know, we that takes time, of course, sure. but yeah, yeah um, <laughs> those things are, are uh, what we do for the most part. And we try and help out everybody, but not everybody, uh, you know, gets a job right out of the get go. It takes yeah, time. Fair enough. Yeah. Awesome. For everyone listening, make sure to check out the company in the link in the description and uh, go visit uh, Luke on LinkedIn and let him know that you watched his interview. Appreciate it. Yeah. So Luke, share a story where someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it, even though maybe you didn't think that you could and the impact that person had on you. Yeah, that's a good question, Tim. Um, you know, I think that um, when I started, you know, started to do this on my own and, um, you know, I, I was really inspired by the fact that like, I wasn't, I, I thought that some of these guys that were out there doing what, what I, I was doing in this niche industry, I, you know, going into it as a, maybe a younger person or someone that's getting into, you know, into business, I kind of had this you know, real pedestal that some of these individuals, I put them on like, hey, they had been doing it longer than me. They they mm -hmm. were in theory supposed to know more than I did, you know. And so once I really started putting myself out there and learning how some of this other, some of these other individuals were doing things and, you know, started getting exposed to asking the right questions sometimes, I, I started realizing, well, you know, these are all great people, you know, but it's like that guy doesn't necessarily know that much more than I do about that, or he may not necessarily be all that much better than me at that. So I was inspired by really just getting out there and putting myself out there. Yeah. And then the return was that it wasn't quite as difficult as maybe I had originally thought to get to certain levels. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Well, the interesting thing, and one of the reasons that we're doing this podcast is if we look on social media, everybody only puts their best foot forward. So it's, right. it's easy to yeah. assume that everyone else has it all figured out and we're the only one that doesn't, right? Yeah, 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 that's a good point for sure. So, so to that point, what's been the the biggest learning that you've had as a business owner? Yeah, it's. It, I mean, I think, you know, maybe piggybacking off a little bit of what you said there, because I, I've, when I got started and, and one of the biggest learning lessons that I learned was like, you know, hey, not everybody's got it all figured out, <laughs> you know, not this whole business idea is not all figured out. It, it's a work in progress. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, just it's very easy to see those successes. And, um, you know, as you're running your own business, there's, you know, people that have perceptions of how things are going or, you know, good, bad or ugly, really, in that in that light. But um, it's very easy to see that success. And one of the things that I learned, uh, I feel like I learned it maybe earlier than some was, I don't worry about all that noise over there all the time, you know, <laughs> nice. just yeah. kind of keep my head down and uh -huh. keep trying to do my thing and worry about what I'm doing and not really worry as much about what everyone else is doing. So that was probably one of my biggest learns early on. I love that because if we, you know, if we build our own plan and we keep working our plan and be persistent and consistent, we'll eventually deliver it. But if we get distracted by what everyone else is doing and, and, you know, start changing our plan to because, oh, yeah. well, maybe that was, is a better idea or that's a better idea. Then we just kind of run around in circles. It's okay to be different. Mm. You know what I mean? It's okay to do it different. You know, this, it, you know, you can see that in all, all walks of life, you know Fair what enough. I mean? That it's okay to be different and do things different. It might work. It might not, but sure, it's, yeah. it's okay. And we'll learn from it. Right. And absolutely. And yeah. yeah. So Luke, we know that business success doesn't happen in isolation. So tell us about, one of your uh, challenges during the years and maybe a, a fellow business owner or a colleague who came alongside you and helped you through it. Yeah, I, I you know, definitely have a few um, other business owners that are friends of mine that, that have helped me along the way. And, you know, those friendships and relationships are, you know, amazing. But I, I mean, one of the biggest challenges I think that, that we encountered in our business was, um, you know, a very vital team member early on, um, you know, had, had gotten very sick and, and we had to, you know, we had a plan, right? We had this beautiful plan laid out for this year, we're going to do this and you need to be here. And, you know, we've got this whole schedule laid out, um, which was going to allow, you know, more moves for myself and other, you know, so there was this whole schedule laid out and then, Hey, I'm sick and I need to do this for, you know, a very long period of time. Yeah. Okay. Well, that whole plan's out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that whole schedule's out the window. And, but, but I think overall it made us a much stronger team because mm -hmm. the roles that, that, that individual played and, and was, you know, Hey, they were, they were crushing those roles. Well, no, those roles had to be dispersed. And, you know, as much as, you know, sometimes it might feel like it all lands on the business owner. It doesn't, it's the whole team. And getting through that challenge was, I think, very important for us as a business is I think we could have just said, well, Hey, we, we can't grow. We, without this, we're just going to have to maintain this and we're going to have to do it like this. And we could have elected to do that. 
that would have been the safe way to do it. <laughs> but yes. as, as an, you know, so sometimes you just keep, keep your pedal down and keep going and it all works out in the long run. I've been in a mindset uh, program for the last three years. And one of the things the, the coach says is that to remember that life happens for us, not to us. That's right. That's it. Yeah. That's a good one. So the example, the story you just shared is a good, great example of that, right? If we fit, if we think it's happening to us, we would have been like, yep, well, that person's out for a number of months. There's nothing we can do about it. So I guess we just ditch all the plans, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, we just throw all that out. Yeah. You no, know, nope, let's just keep solving the problem every day. Let's yeah. solve the problem. What is it that we can solve today? So, Fair. yeah. Awesome. Hey, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. Uh, okay. I ask you to pick three people in your business owner journey, who are you most, most grateful for them being there for you and, and helping with the business's growth? Who are those three people and how they help you? Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm going to say, you got to give me four, Tim, you gotta <laughs> give me four because, because you might not uh, be the we, first person that's asked that. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. That's, that's great. That's good. That not didn't catch you off guard. So yeah. And I say four, cause there's really, you know, there's really been four of us in, in our core, our core team uh, that really got us all started. So, <clears throat> I mean, the first one I got to mention is, is my right hand man, Davis. He, he's, he's my business partner. Um, he is really what allowed us to start really getting some momentum going before him. It was just me uh, and some help, you know, here, there and everywhere. Uh, but, it, you know, when bringing him on uh, at the start of it allowed, <clears throat> excuse me, allowed us to, you know, hey, essentially be in two places at once is how I felt. Like, yeah, I, 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 I saw his eagerness to learn and, and he still has it, which is awesome. Right. I saw his eagerness to learn. And I said, well, I, if, if I want to continue on and I want to get bigger, I got to try and teach him everything I know and, mm. and just let that guard down. Yeah. It, it, he was able to take that and, and, you know, run with it and continue to build upon it. And, you know, he's, you know, now my business partner and, and my right-hand man. So, um, at, you know, after him, um, we have uh, Megan on our team. Um, and I, I can't say or find the words uh, to say how amazing Megan has been on our team. Um, you know, to speak about it, when we got started, um, you know, she wasn't really sure what she was getting herself into. And, and we weren't really sure what we, you know, Davis and I weren't really sure what we were getting into. Um, but a, a quick, short little digress about Megan is that um, the very first week that, that she was going to help us out, Davis and I were working in, in New York City and our truck broke down because we didn't have real nice trucks or anything, you know, back then. So our truck breaks down and I, I have to go to the airport and, you know, I hadn't given her any training at this time. And I call up Megan and say, Hey, Megan, I, I, I need you to help me here. And I need you to try and help get Davis, you know, to a hotel or, or, or anything. I mean, we have no vehicle and we're in Brooklyn, you know? Um, so she does, she figures it out. Nice. And I, I, I remember telling Davis later on, I said, Hey, that's, that's something right there to just be put on the spot with, with no training or anything and just be able to solve that. Um, but you know, the thing about Megan is that, you know, she was very quick to realize, you know, that, that we had, you know, a very big growth process that we could build upon. And, you know, really 
she's the glue that holds us all together. And, and everybody on our team knows that, you know, she's going to get it done and she's going to put us in the right position. Nice. So I can't say enough about her. Um, Austin was my next, um, you know, he's my brother. Uh, so he's my younger brother. You know, sometimes they Is say he the that cereal guy. He's the cereal guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you ever talk to him, you'll, you'll have to ask him about that. But, uh, so yeah, he, um, he's the one that, uh, he, he keeps us really grounded. You know, he, he's my brother and that's sometimes a challenge because they say, well, maybe it's not always the best idea to, to go into business with family, but we're a success story of it because we've, we've been able to make it through all the ups and downs that, that you could think of, I think. Nice. And, um, he's the one that helps keeps us really grounded with all of our moves, mm. um, you know, with, Hey, we want to maybe explore this idea or, or think about doing this. And, you know, he's always that sounding board to put, keep us in check sometimes, which you need that, you know yes. what I mean? Um, so yeah, he's been very, uh, pivotal in our growth and, and, you know, I can't thank him enough for taking the leap with me because that, that was one of the things that, that, you know, he had a, he had a stable job and, mm -hmm. and now his whole life going on, <laughs> you know, and I, I said, Hey, um, I want you to quit all that and come over here and <laughs> yeah. start doing this with me. Cause I need help. And, and you're the guy that I know can do all this. <laughs> and, and that took some time to convince him, Tim, it sure. really did because, you know, there's the, the, well, does it make sense business wise? But then you really got to have a long, good, long, hard talk with yourself about the family side of it, yeah. you know, that. And so we worked through that and decided to, uh, I think we both agreed to making it a, a one year trial. We'll okay. see where we're at. I yeah. think that's what we said to begin with. And that was like five years ago. So we're still doing good. Wonderful. Um, and then. The last, the last uh, of my four that I mentioned, you know, four that I mentioned here in my core team is is really is actually really one of my first. Uh, his name's Connor, and he's our cousin. Um, and so um, he was really the first because when I started this, you know, out of my basement, um, I started having or asking him to come over and, hey, why don't you come over in the summertime and help out and you know be able to help you out, excuse me, help you out with a few things. And, and, you know, he kind of started getting into it and, well, he came back the next, he wanted to do it again the next summer and then the next summer and the next summer. And I, I don't think he went to college for a while. So maybe another summer or two in there, but uh, we got to the end, you know, I knew he was going to graduate and he had worked that last summer with us. And I said, Hey, you know, cause I, I, uh, you know, plenty about this industry. I mean, you've been with us now as long as pretty much everyone else are you sure you want to be an engineer? <laughs> and he said, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure I want to be an engineer. And then that whole discussion really started and wow. of, you know, Hey, look, I, this is what I think it looks like. And, you know, so on and so forth there. Um, and him coming in um, with already having a lot of knowledge of how we did things, mm -hmm. you know, how things, what expectations were and, you know, how we ran our operation, if you will, really allowed him to just hit the ground running nice. and get him through all his certifications very quick. And, you know, I think we figured it up that he covered or he worked in 38 States last year. So, <laughs> you know, there's a huge growth potential for him. 
as we continue to grow and, and move into different roles, you know, at a younger age. So I'm excited for him. Yeah. Fantastic. So that's our, that's our, you know, core group team there. Um, and I, I, I just know that we wouldn't be anywhere without every one of them, you know, every one of them have played just the most pivotal role. Um, and I would, you know, I'd put our team up against the dream team. That's how <laughs> I feel about it. So, so there we go. So Luke, as we think about the the next one to three years, what's the the main point of growth or challenge that you see that you're going to face in in order to achieve your goals? Yeah, there, it's um, I, I I've described my industry as as a toddler. It, it's just very very young. It 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 hasn't been around for hundreds of years or anything like that. Um, and there is a lot of changes that have that have already occurred and, and will continue to occur. Mm. And, and um, a lot of that challenge for us is going to be some of the technology or tech aspects of that. We're very proficient, right? But, but you know, we started in the field, most of us, right? Sure. So we have learned and gained those skills over time and, and, and years. But as, as fast as tech is moving right. uh, and my industry is you know, a very young industry that I think that we're going to have, you know, challenges or hurdles or just, you know, a lot to learn in that space mm. that we haven't had to early on in our business, which is very opposite for, for a lot of companies, you know, tech companies. Right. So we're going to have a lot to learn in the tech world, I think. Fantastic. And last question here. We, I'm Jim Rohn. Um, awesome business guru. One of the, his quotes is that we become the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. So as you think about that quote, what advice would you have for business owners who are trying to do it on their own? Oh, that's a good one too, Tim. Um, I mean, it might be a little cliche, but you know, don't be afraid to fail. Mm. I mean, really it, it uh, some of the best lessons that I learned you know, we're because, Hey, I think I got all this figured out. And then you don't. Have <laughs> and then you just have to continue to um, try to make the best decision possible. Mm. And, and I think that, you know, when I say that it's, there's a lot of, you know, hesitation sometimes where, you know, you don't want to make the wrong decision. You don't want to make someone upset or say the wrong thing or, you know, potentially be looked upon negatively um, because you've chose one thing over the other. Right. Um, and, and I think I've just found that, Hey, it's okay. It's okay to make those mistakes. It's okay to, you know, have to sit someone down or talk to a, a company and say, Hey, look, here's the decision that we made. We made it in, in best interest and thought that we were making the best one. Right. Hindsight turns hindsight turns out maybe it wasn't, but <laughs> yeah. I feel like if we, you know, can just stand on the fact that we are doing things that we think are the best, um, then kind of everything else seems to understand from that point forward. So you don't have to be afraid to fail because you said it earlier, there's always a lesson to be learned. And, you know, if you can make good decisions, then it's never really a failure. It's, you know, halfway good and halfway learned something. <laughs> and the reality is, how do we all learn how to walk? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you <laughs> fell down a bunch of times. I, everyone did. So yes, in fact, the the worst thing that we can do as a business owner is be afraid of making mistakes because 
you know, th then we'll get stuck in that, that analysis paralysis mode and we won't oh, do yeah. anything. And it's impossible to, I, I tell folks that everything we want in life and everything that we want in business is the, on the other side of our comfort zone. So if we're not willing to step out and try some things and make some mistakes and learn from our mistakes, then we'll stay stuck wherever we're currently at. Yep. And that, and I think that speaks a lot to building a team because you gotta, you gotta, you know, everybody's got strengths and weaknesses. And then, you know, I feel like from my perspective, it's one of those things to, to find those strengths and then keep trying to build upon them of, Hey, what, what more can we do in this area that you're really, really good at? And, you know, keep trying to find those strengths for everyone and push, you know, not push in a negative way, but push them to, you know, want to do more and want to be more and, and want to learn more. Um, and that's, uh, that's part of uh, the success that we've found in building our team for sure. Fantastic. Luke, it sounds like you've had some pretty incredible people in your journey that have helped you uh, build your business. If they were all here on the show, what would you want to say to them? Thank you. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to, uh, you know, I know that building a business and um, going that direction um, with family and people that you become close to is not always the easiest thing. You know what I mean? There, there's days that are hard. Um, so I think it's probably just thank you for you know, believing in me and, and, and yourself as if they were here, I'd say that to them. So, yeah, I think that's probably the easiest one um, is thank you for, for the belief in me and, and the belief in yourself to keep going and we'll just keep building this thing. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Hey Luke, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. I really appreciate the opportunity, Tim. You, you have a, a great thing going here and, and I wish you all the most success. Thanks for listening to the Self-Made is a Myth show. Please help spread this movement by liking and subscribing to our show and following us on Facebook and LinkedIn. To join our movement, go to BeMadTogether.com. Okay, folks, that's a wrap. Please pay it forward and be sure to tune in next time to the Self-Made is a Myth podcast.